This episode of our This Week in XR podcast is sponsored by Zapper. Zapper is one of the world's leading XR companies. Over the past 12 years, they've won numerous awards for memorable campaigns. They've democratized AR by making tools and SDKs that anyone can use. And they created Zapbox, the world's most affordable mixed reality headset. Most recently, Zapper worked with Unilever to create an enhanced QR code called Accessible QR, which enables packaged goods to speak to the blind and partially sighted. If you're thinking XR, give the team at Zapper a call or visit Zapper.com to see how they can help you on your XR journey. Good morning, everybody. I'm Charlie Fink here with Roni Abovitz for This Week in XR. Uh, uh, the third member of our posse, Ted Shilowitz, is not with us, although he will be doing the interview segment after the news with Jake Zim, the SVP of VR for Sony Pictures. Uh, Ted uh, interviewed Jake while he was in uh, the Sony office playing the new Ghostbusters game, which is coming to the Quest 3. Uh, should be a great mixed reality experience. I can't wait to see it. Uh, and hopefully they'll describe it for the majority of our listeners who are on audio. Uh, so, how are you this morning, Roni? I'm doing okay. How are you, Charlie? We're missing our friend Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back from vacation and my travels on the East Coast. And uh, I finally got to open my new Quest 3. And I was playing with it for an hour or two yesterday. So, by no means a definitive test drive. But I do have some hot takes that I wanted to share. First of all, the mixed reality is so much fun. I mean, the potential of it is great. There isn't a lot of software right now that takes advantage of it. Um, it uh, The improved graphics uh, did not make a lot of difference to me. I went into Golf Plus and Walkabout Mini Golf because those two um, games uh, are graphically intense and allow you to explore and look around, uh, which is what I was trying to do uh, as I... Uh, was giving it a test drive. After wearing it for 30 minutes, uh, you know, it's heavier than the Quest 2. And after wearing it for 30 minutes, it's noticeably hot. I mean, you take it off and you hold it in your hand and say, this mother is hot. So that may be a fatal flaw. People use it for exercise or long sessions in VR. Uh, And uh, although I haven't experienced uh, a run out the power uh, run out the battery experience with it yet. I am concerned about that early indicator. Uh, it, it, uh, that could be a problem. So it's anyway, very, it's very sleek looking, I, you know, it's very sleek looking. Charlie, for for everyone listening or, or, or watching, um, when you are in the AR mode, sort of the mixed reality video pass through mode, how would you describe the difference between like, you know, AR that you've used where you see the world direct and then the video pass through. And I don't know if you've had the chance to try the Apple Vision Pro yet and can compare those. Cause that's like this spectrum of, clearly yeah. it's better than the black and white uh, Quest 2 version, which was really, really hard to use uh, completely. But what's this like? Well, first of all, the there's a fantastic boot up experience where you boot up into reality. So there's no spawn point into a cartoon environment. And if you remember, they had some plan to make that environment into more of an interactive social space. Uh, That never happened. And that's fine because what they did is much better. 
and the interface floats on top of the physical world uh, instead of on that cartoon environment. Uh, and it just, it feels right, you know, and you feel like grounded. And so uh, I'm very encouraged by that. I, and I think the potential to make some great games, Dr. Grodbortz would make a great port for it. Uh, the cameras, you do feel, and here's the big difference. You feel like you're looking through a camera. That's like, there's no confusion about that. It's like looking through the camera on your phone. Uh, it is good enough to read. I got a, a message <laughs> while I was in session and I opened up my phone and could read it just fine. So that's a big, big upgrade. I think readability uh, in the Quest Pro was good. I think they're similar graphically. Again, the problem is most games don't take advantage of it. And then the ones that do the higher resolution display doesn't help them because the fakiness of the textures becomes more apparent. So Charlie, I mean, is the 4k, you know, the, the, the proclaimed 4k of the vision pro going to be worth that difference? Like, I don't know if you've had a chance to, it, be this, it depends really on what the software try. is, right? Cause it's yeah. really not about the graphics. It's about what it does. I think, you know, the graphics is an excuse that we've made for VR not being uh, good enough yet. Uh, will it help? Sure, it'll help. I mean, better graphics are better than poor graphics, obviously. But does it change the experience? I I'm not sure that it does. Now, the comparison between a see-through display, like the Magic Leap, uh, and a pass-through display, like the Quest 3, is noticeable, right? Because you aren't seeing your physical reality through through a camera you know you're seeing it through through glass it appears to be in the room with you um but you are in the room so there's one level more of abstraction through the camera um again not clear how important that's going to be to the experiences but just i mean graphically the you know magically one let alone the magically two is much much more powerful and uh it's you know, ability to uh, do scanning and other advanced spatial computing uh, is far greater than you get on the Quest 3. Well, well, Charlie, here's a question. I'm a high school kid, a college kid. You get the Quest 3. Are you spending eight hours a day in it, like keyboard no. typing? No. Is this your virtual office? I don't now? think so. Or, I think it's I think it's going to get too hot, frankly. And then why? 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 Is the, uh, there's no problem sitting in front of my PC right now. It's very, very versatile, <laughs> you know, and I do different things on it all day long. So, I mean, no, I, why? I, I know. I mean, just for our reader, if readers, our, our, our audience, if you want to know why the, as you compact much more computing into a smaller space, the, I would say the thermodynamics challenges are immense. Um, and you actually have to have an incredible team. Um, an, an incredible thermodynamics team to sort of work on this. Now, if you think about what Apple has done on the Mac Pro with like the aluminum housings and sort of all of the the ventilation, and everything like there, there's like an art to doing this very well. It's probably something the Meta team will continue to get better at. My guess is the Apple team is absolutely paying attention to it. They have a lot of experience on it. They'll probably get it a little better, but we don't know yet, right? We'll see how the Vision Pro uh, happens. It's, it's just it's it's hard. It's a I tough think problem. I'm. I'm excited about this. I think it's going in the right direction. I think Meta gets it. Um, but as you say, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And the, the you don't team... want to put, you know, you have a fan that's 
noisy yeah. and you can't put thermal cooling like on an Alienware and everything gets smaller and more powerful, which emanates more heat. It's thermodynamics. It's a really tricky problem. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on. Our friends at Mojo Vision, I guess actually none of our friends are at Mojo Vision anymore. The could company was doing um, uh, AR contact lenses and they were making some progress helping the partially sighted and uh, there appeared to be potential other industrial applications, but uh, it was too hard. And the company pivoted to the uh, some of the patents that they'd been working on for micro displays. Uh, that were going into the contact lenses, and they are remarkably dense. And so they've raised another $24 million that brings their total haul since the beginning of the year to $43 million. So it looks like Mojo Vision um, has some serious hardware here, uh, which you know may help some of the problems we were just talking about. Yeah, that I could see. I think the the aim... Falling short of the scalable contact lens may help, though, in the in the, in the wearable display world, yeah, right? That, that seems like a smart pivot. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this week, Universal Mu Music sued Anthropic. So they joined the parade of uh, copyright holders who uh, believe that uh, AI has uh, stolen their intellectual property. Apparently, they got they prompted Claude Two into recreating. You can't always get what you want. <laughs> So uh, that uh, obviously, you know, this is a huge issue in training AI. Um, and next week, we're going to be talking about it with uh, Albie Gluten, the uh, legendary music producer and um, music executive. So um, you guys talked about the Qualcomm layoffs last week. Uh, I would only add to that that they snagged a few friends of mine. It looks like everybody with soft skills kind of got sliced pretty bad. Uh, they generally, engineers don't go down with these kinds of riffs. It's always HR people and marketing people and junior salespeople. So, uh, you know, the link, there were some lay, layoffs at LinkedIn. It's it's the continued year of efficiency where everybody got too fat and optimistic during the pandemic. But Charlie, I think, I think what happens, um, if you're not familiar with this, like I think companies throw... Mm -hmm. It's is you're throwing bodies in the volcano, the you satiate uh, Wall Street, and then and then they hire back. Yeah, it's uh, true. It's odd. It's I, like you just. I went through that. I went through that exact back. thing at AOL in the nineties. But but the but somehow the companies and analysts and investors think this way. Um, someone wants it, so it's like the sacrifice into the volcano. Yes. Then, then, then the Wall Street deity is okay, and now you're like bringing people back, and Wall Street's like grow again. It's it's an odd thing because sometimes there's a, a real thoughtlessness to it, um, and uh, you know if you've if you've been through it, it's it's horrible on all sides. Um, so our friend Mark Andreessen, the man who create, arguably created the internet by making the Mosaic browser in 1992, uh, is the most successful tech investor of all time. 30 years later, the guy's a multi-billionaire, and he, from time to time, writes blogs. Uh, this week, he wrote a techno-optimist manifesto, and it starts with people are lying to you about AI. There is no danger in AGI. Uh, and I think he's of the school where, you know, man has never not run madly toward new technology, no matter what the unintended consequences are going to be. And I think he's sort of a damn the torpedoes, you know, man must progress at all costs. 
But Charlie, I I, I know Mark um, A16 was one of my investors. Um, I'll say this about them. I mean, he, as a founder, right? If you think about the first browser, brilliant, right? And then mm. making many smart bets along the way uh, with A16Z. Mm-hmm. But what I think happens, um, and I've seen this happen to friends who've done incredibly well, they they hit that. Um, and I'll, I'll try to describe very quickly for for our for our audience. But it's like if you have a certain amount of money, you could be a normal human being. But that once you start to get billions and hang around with people who have tens of billions and hundreds of billions, you sort you sort of depart from normal human thinking, and you just have this notion about humanity. It's like you're ascending Mount Olympus, which is not normal, right? And it changes everybody. And I think it, it leads to look. I'm I'm a huge uh, techno optimist. I think Kevin Kelly is, but you have to blend that with humanity. You have to blend that with a sense of risk and reality. And not everything people do is good. People have built some really horrifying technologies. And the idea that we're saying we should be cautious about AI because it could be a real problem is a very smart statement. It's like airplanes are regulated. Medical devices are regulated. Why on earth can't AI be regulated? It should be. Um, The idea to say that just everything unrestrained and nothing ever bad happens with unrestrained tech uh, breaks off is really good if you're like an all-out tech investor trying to maximize your ROI. But if you're not thinking systemically, um, and if you're not getting into the weeds about like how this all impacts people, and you have to have like a humanistic view combined with a tech uh, optimistic view. And I think sometimes people lose a little bit of that. And look, Mark probably has a lot more to say about it. It's not the kind of thing like a one-way manifesto details it, but I think it's a little bit too far on the side of we never make mistakes. Everything tech will work itself out. You know what? There's an irreversibility to some of those mistakes that we don't need to find out. Yeah. Right? I, we just I, need to take cautious steps forward. You know, I, I have said about many people they are who are billionaires or, or multi-billionaires, they have been called from the herd of humanity. Hmm. And they live on a different plane. And having seen a lot of those people, and maybe it's you know, my age, but I don't envy them. I think it's great for their descendants in a way, but those people will be neutered as people also. It'll be hard for them to hold jobs. They will struggle with, you know, the existential question of why am I here and what am I supposed to be doing? Uh, And I've seen that over and over again. Uh, I had a roommate in college who was a member of the Eli Lilly family and the family struggled. I mean, it was a great gift that was bestowed on really dozens and dozens of people, but many of them struggled. Um, so, you know, Mark Andreessen, great guy. We shall see what happens with his kids and his family, because that really is the only legacy that you leave in the end. So Charlie, it's a great, it's, it's actually like the classic Spider-Man, you know, here it's, it's a huge responsibility to take what you've been given which is largely, you know, you might be smart, but it's a lot of luck and a lot of good grace and and find a way to put it back into the world in the best way possible. Most people don't need, I would say this, nobody needs anything more than a percentile of what some of these folks have, but it is theirs. But the obligation responsibility to humanity is how do you best help, you know? Uh, and there's people who've done amazing things like they've eradicated diseases, they're they're helping with climate and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but by the way, j- just to be clear, I think we are a tech optimistic group. Um, 
Of course we are. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about uh, the manifesto uh, is that if you're listening to this podcast, you should read it. Yes. I mean, uh, the influence that this man has is he's like a government. So uh, it, it would benefit all of us to understand what his company is doing and what their philosophy is. Uh, because they are, they influence everything we all are doing. So uh, one last little piece uh, before we go to Ted and his interview. Uh, the uh, Roblox has demanded, finally, that by the summer, all their employees come back to the office, uh, mm. sort of no matter what. Uh, they've probably been most, among the most liberal because, of course, they are probably our biggest metaverse company or they have the biggest metaverse uh possibly bigger i guess than fortnite so uh i i think that's interesting that you know i guess being virtual it turns out is great when we have to be apart right we have vr we have zoom uh, we have better tools than we used to have to do that but it's not it's a solution to a problem uh, you know, if you've got a large company, um, people collaborate in the hallway and people get mentorship indirectly just by being there and watching. I don't. I think it was absolutely terrible for young people who were entering the workforce because they didn't get to see what more experienced employees do. They didn't get to talk to them at lunch. They didn't get to observe them in the workflow. So uh, it doesn't surprise me, and I don't think it matters what kind of company you have. If you have any scale, now, it may continue to work well uh, for select individuals, uh, and it may continue to work well for employees who are only part-time, right? I don't think remote work is going away, but I do think people have to be in the office a few days a week, and I think that's what this is going to turn out to be, right? More remote work, but also I think we have been reminded of the importance of being together uh, when we can be. Oh, and, and Charlie, I, I agree with all that. I, I would add what it's really shown to is where co-presence is today, right? Um, the pandemic showed that we had some very effective capabilities in co-presence, like using Zoom became the default for a lot of people or, or teams, but real co-presence where it becomes more and more indistinguishable from like you and I meeting face-to-face um, which a lot of companies are working on, right? We worked on that. I know Mark did something with um, uh, with a blogger from MIT where they were kind of together in a black room, very co-present. Um, I, I think as we go into the 2030s, this is this is my guess, that set of technologies will be refined enough that we might find an interesting return back to flex. I think we're realizing yeah. it's not good enough. We really need to be face-to-face again. For, for many things, but you know, Zoom is okay for some things. But as co-presence becomes like, you're at let's say 6K resolution, you have some sense of touch, you're walking through a near perfect digital twin of your workplace and everyone's got very lightweight, high resolution capable headsets, then it's gonna be a different story again, right? Agreed. We didn't quite have that happening. It'll be interesting to see like, as you get closer and closer, uh, what's going to be that hybrid workplace? Because I, I don't think this is the end of the story. This is the beginning of a very interesting cyclical story. I, I agree with you. I have said all along co-presence is a killer app. Uh, when the technology enables it, I think people will use it a lot, particularly at work, but not just at work. It could turn out to be one of those things like email that starts out at work and people uh, take to. And uh, XR needs those kinds of applications that have that kind of stickiness 
and um, you know, like Messenger, are are personal and uh, close to you, intimate. So uh, I, I do like the path through that uh, Meta has introduced with the Quest Three. I think it has a lot of promise. So the game is not over, but I, I think we're all a little surprised at how long it's taking. For sure. So anyway, let's get to, to the interview segment with Jake Zim. We'll let Ted take it away. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you back here next Friday. Thank you, everyone. All right. So, so we dove right in. We dove right in. Welcome to the interview section of This Week in XR. And this is a very special sort of treat today for those that are listening and the smaller group that are watching. You'll notice that me and my good buddy, my VR compatriot, we work for, but we both work for two different studios. But that doesn't mean that we're not two close friends and supporting each other's efforts and the quality of the work and the the sort of development curve of virtual reality and mixed reality. So even though I can't see the real Jake right now, I see his um, his avatar, uh, which is a a, a very buff uh, female uh, Ghostbuster, and I think Jake sees mine. I so. Um, What's happening right now is we've probably already done, because I'm actually off in some meetings tomorrow, so Charlie and Roni are going to cover the news, and then this is our interview section today, so we thought, wouldn't it be fun? Jake said, why don't you come over to the Sony studio, and we'll go into our VR lab, which is what you're seeing behind us and hearing if you're just listening, and we're both in the brand new Quest 3s, which is also an interesting collaboration, because of course Sony makes their PSVR and PSVR 2, in which this new this new, uh, this ghost, new Ghostbusters game that you're all going to get a chance to play in just a few days. There are listeners that are enthusiasts in this. We're getting a, an early look at this, but we're actually using the MetaQuest 3s instead of their fantastic PSVR 2 systems, which is also part of this kind of collaboration of how we all uh, compete and healthily look out for each other, right? That's right. So that's a, good, that's a good sign for where we're going. Um, so, Jake, I'm going to skip a couple things here, um, and I'm going to say, uh, what do I want to say? B to, B to hold, skip to... Oh, you, you're probably getting some instructions it? on yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, B to skip those. Uh, let me skip that. There we go. Okay, good. Uh, the pipe meter will hold. Okay, good. And I need to skip all this stuff. Great. Okay, so I'm in the experience. Jake, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, okay. Uh, this is obviously interesting for our viewers because they're probably wondering what we're seeing in the headset. And you can tell them what, you know, I don't want to spoil your thunder. You should tell them what they're all going to get a chance to see when they download this game uh, for... PSVR, Quest 2, Quest 3, if you have a, a one of the new Quest 3s that are shipping in just um, a short time. So, That's fire right. away. That's right. So, thank you, Ted. Great to have you here at the Sony Pictures VR Lab, which yep. you folks out there are probably seeing sort of a little uh, quick and dirty look at our lab here. We have lots of our toys, uh, IRL. And then in VR, we are inside the Ghostbusters headquarters. So, as Ted said, so I am Jake Zim. Uh, it's good to virtually see everybody. Not really. Uh, I'm Jake Zim. I head up the Sony Pictures virtual reality team. I oversee the business here at Sony Pictures. And we're just publishing VR games and experiences on headsets that, uh, that really expand the IPs of the Sony world. So today we're talking about Ghostbusters. This game ships uh, on October 26th. So by the time that you listeners and viewers are, are getting a chance to, to hear us talk, we're just a few days away. Yes, you'll be able to purchase your very own copy of it and play it, right? That's right. And not to get too salesy, but you can pre-order it right yeah. now yeah. Uh, on both the MetaQuest platforms and PlayStation VR 2. And if you pre-order it, you get a discount. And if you pre-order the full containment edition, you get the gold proton pack exclusively. 
during the pre-order window. So Ted, I had to throw that in getting, there. Getting pretty salesy, but there good. There you go. I, like uh, I can, I I can like go even further. Yes, I'm telling you now. So, 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 yeah. So here we are. We're inside this game. This is a game that uh, was developed by our very close friends over at Endreams in the UK. Fantastic team. They've done some amazing games. Phantom. They just uh, shipped the Synapse game on PSVR 2. Yep. And we've been working with them for, gosh, it's been over two years now on this project. And we're so excited to finally bring it out. Uh, to the audience, right. it, it's it's a multiplayer co-op shooter, trap 'em, Ghostbusters uh, team-based game, mission-based. Lots of different missions, lots of different activities, uh, progression systems. You go out there, you 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 bust ghosts, you earn uh, 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 currency, you go back, you upgrade your systems. Uh, but the key thing is that you're working together. You're working together as a team, as a Ghostbuster, in San Francisco which is very different than the traditional Ghostbuster right. storyline. We've been really working as a company to expand IPs. And so that's why, Ted, you are seeing us inside right now in a converted uh, cable car station yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, and the artwork is great. And you mentioned Endreams. I know them well. We spent a lot of development time with them as well. They're a great dev shop. Um, and already, even though we haven't even gone into gameplay, um, the quality of the work is remarkable. Uh, and I, you know, I feel like I'm inside this amazing environment, which, uh, I imagine if people go online and look at some of the trailers and stuff, they'll be able to see some of these things. Absolutely. The pre-release stuff, they can see what we're looking at. Yeah, there's yeah. a, there's, there's a lot of really good gameplay footage that's out there. We've had some great Twitch streams of people, people playing through some, some footage. So yeah, you can find this stuff and, and, uh, of course. Yeah, well, we can include some links to that so people can look Excellent. at what we're looking at, which is great. Cool. Um, so let me show you a couple things in here in the okay. headquarters, just real quick for you. So we're going to actually go through and do some of this stuff, and you're going to kind of listen on as our interview. And then probably what we'll do is we'll pop the headsets off, talk a little bit about the industry and where we think we're, we're headed with all this stuff, and then uh, move on with our fun. Perfect. So, okay. Are you um, able to slide, use a left joystick and, uh, and slide over to me yep, here? Yep, I okay. can. Yep. So if you look in these lockers, yep. you can change your characters, pick different costumes, avatar okay. skins. All right, so I see myself. Yeah, yep. yeah. So there you can see yourself. So you know, this is obviously where you're going to start to load out your character, pick your different skins, and you know, you'll notice in here there are systems where you can unlock new skins as you progress through the game. We've got a variety of different core characters, and there'll be more and more differentiation of these characters as Love you it. go through the game, and then ultimately as DLC as cosmetics, there'll be all kinds of crazy stuff. So what's enjoy. great about this, and this goes all the way back to a game that I know you and I both uh, admired from the early days of VR. The Batman Arkham game, yeah. when you got that first cloaking up of Batman and you saw yourself in a mirror, that was kind of a magical moment. This is sort of looking at that. So I can change my look, right? Exactly. Costume lock, yeah. And then I can go to different things. Um, and just this little moment of seeing your hands, seeing your full body, you know, and, and being able to kind of embody somebody in VR is a pretty special thing. And every time I do this in some way, shape or form, I get that. This is one of the things I love about VR. Yeah, and that's a really good point. And Ted, we took a lot of inspiration from some of those, you know, iconic early VR projects and games that really, I think, showcased what the wow factor of VR is. And you're absolutely right. One of those first things everybody puts their heads on, they look down at their hands, mm -hmm. they break something, they try to pick something up, they look in the mirror, they do a little dance. Yeah, you pick then, up your weapons, you check things out, you sort of, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that that was all yeah. intuitive. And this game is really about being accessible to really all VR audiences. It's for the fans of the old school Ghostbusters. It's for the, the younger generations that are picking up VR and playing as multiplayer team-based games. And, and Ghostbusters is a world they're familiar with. Uh, we wanted to make sure it was really 
pick up and play, accessible, social, and quick to, quick to the fun. We want Good. to get to the fun real yeah, fast. Yeah. yeah, it's great. So, so come on over here, Ted. Over you. You don't mind me. So you're passing the big uh, uh, city map a table where all the, the missions that we're going to do in a second kind right. of live, and there's an info screen up there. If you come over to this workbench, this was something that we're really proud of that we love. It was just an endemic way, an organic way to make the progression systems live in the world. So if you pull your, um, it's an upgrade station. So if you take, you know, if you reach over your shoulder, use that middle finger, you'll pull out your PKE, uh, excuse me, you'll pull out your proton one. There's your PKE meter right there. Yeah. You put it, on the, put it on the workbench, you can let it go, and then you can choose a variety of different upgrades on the screen. Nice. Now, now you may not, we may not have unlocked. Oh, I didn't unlock it yet. I probably got a note my own. Exactly. So, but you can get a sense of. Yeah, that's cool. Right? So you can do that with different weapons. You've got your PKE meter on your. On your uh, right hip, you got your trap on your left hip. Let's go outside and just blast a little bit. Let's okay. follow, follow me over here. Sounds good. And I'm already seeing the little mini marshmallow man over there. Oh, okay, uh, good. So yes. am I allowed to talk about what I saw at the uh, the MetaQuest conference? Is that uh, absolutely? Okay. We can talk about that. So um, I, I see these little mini marshmallow men, and I guarantee there's stuff of this online as well. There's an MR part of this experience, right? Because remember, the Quest Three has uh, color mixed reality capabilities where you can be in your environment, so I could be in this real lab, and all these little mini marshmallow men would come and I'd have to grab them and slingshot them and it'd do all the very cool stuff, which I imagine is, is one of the levels of the game or part of the game, is that, it, is that it correct? It is, it's actually a mode that's exclusive to Quest, obviously because of the mixed reality pass-through. And the idea was, uh, you know, you can basically, you, you know, the mini puffs play a story point in the game. They actually are, are little villains. They're cute, but man, they're nasty because they can gum up your proton right. So you'll encounter them through missions, and they create friction. You try to to, to complete missions, as as you'll see. That's great. But the idea is that then you're able to unlock. Uh, actually, from the menu screen of the game, you can play the Mini Puff Mayhem game, which is an MR pass through mini game. It's a single player game, um, and it's just a fun little you know little mini game time based kind of thing. And yeah. and and but it ties into the world. Okay, cool. so here we are. We're so now I'm in a, like a like a shooting gallery kind of thing, exactly right? a training area. Exactly, and so the idea here is that you want to get used to your weapons, you want to test your upgrades. So just for fun, you can even reach over your right shoulder, pull that proton one out. There you go. And if you pull the trigger, oh yeah, you can just blast. That's and good. there's different little challenges that you can set up and timer-based stuff, and learn how to hit projectiles. You can single hand it, or if you want to get really you know, you really want to blast and have some stability. But you can do two hands. Two hands and blast all over the place. And right. Dreams did a great job with the art and the sort so of destruction. The, the majority of people listen to this podcast, mm -hmm. and I would imagine that the even though this probably is a little odd, seeing us in the headset <laughs> not being able to see what we're doing, but the idea of uh, going online and um, finding these little clips of this little training area should be pretty easy to find. So we'll yeah, we'll show you that stuff, and yeah, we'll see if uh, Lauren, who's our amazing producer, can. Can cut them in somehow. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, cool. we can we can service some B-roll too. Yeah, yeah. Great. So why don't we jump into a mission? You kind of got the basics. I okay. we can spend more time. But so the way we go to a mission again, the, the the story here is that you've started this Ghostbusters headquarters in San Francisco. The Ghostbusters are expanding. There's ghosts all over the place. There's a whole backstory with Gustav Hookfarber, uh, who came, was actually a student of the Ghostbusters at Columbia University in 1984. Got it. And you know he presented his big thesis, and the Ghostbusters kind of. You know, they were like, eh, I don't know so much. So he he kind of took that uh, concept of clean energy derived from ghost spirits, came to San Francisco, right? Capital of tech and startup and clean energy and all kinds of 
crazy stuff and, and started his own version of a business that ultimately unleashes, I'm giving you the quick version, unleashes this uh, amazing paranormal. Unleashes some mayhem in the city. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so all, all, you know, our storyline gives you a, a narrative intro that you spend. It's our tutorial. It takes you through the story of Gustav Hochfaber and how essentially he unleashed uh, the ghost lord who ends up being our main villain. Right. And then, of course, as Ghostbusters, the games are all missions that allow you to ultimately level up and get to a final battle with that big ghost lord. Uh, with a bunch of different variation and different game mode components of it. Um, and how, how long has the game been in development? Because already I can see just by the environments and what you're describing that this isn't just like a few mini games glued together. This is like a full campaign level, AAA level VR yeah. experience, right? So it's, you've probably been working on it for quite some time. I, I, you know, I, I could check my notes, <laughs> but we're, I mean, we're two, two and a half plus years right. of development. Couple years, right? Yeah, a couple years. And, you know, the, a lot of. Sh- Shifts in the tech, um, you know, and and where we could go, obviously, with Mini Puff Mayhem, which was not a, you know, MR was not really the thing to build for when we when we started the project. So I love how the team has really been flexible and built a really fun core experience with a multiplayer component, right. and then just been able to layer on cool stuff like Mini Puff Mayhem when the tech allowed for it and the designers could, could kind of lean into it. Got it. Cool. All right, well, let's play a little bit. Okay. So and come... then we'll hop out a headset. We'll yep. just pop, pop them on top of our heads and we can talk a little strategy and where things are going let's do it. for our listeners. So this sounds like a lot of fun. It's okay. An interesting way to do it for sure. And, and absolutely apropos of how well, it should be what our lives for are. us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so slide in. Come back inside the headquarters. Just bring your character back in. Okay. Follow me. Going back to you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to um, just change my suit so we're not the exact same thing. Not that anybody... And this is this will be a question for me as we're doing this. Yeah. Um, based on certain people's preferences for navigation, yep. um, are, is there a uh, an option to do teleporting versus joystick control? Absolutely. About that, good. Yeah. Sometimes people this just the joystick moving makes some people a little nauseous. Totally. I mean, accessibility was a big thing for us. We yeah. wanted to make sure we had all sorts of different options. You know, seated, standing, right hand, left hand, uh, vignettes when you're moving. Right, you can close in on the world. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. teleport. So you've, so you've worked through all that. Good. I'm yeah. glad I asked the question because that was hoping what the answer would be. And it sounds like you have the right answer, which is make it as as pleasant and accessible for as many players and, and audiences as possible. So exactly. Good stretch. Exactly. Okay, so so if you see this the table here, you can see a you know rough... Uh, you know, sort of, I'm maybe in Marin right now. I can see Alcatraz. I can yeah, I'm sort of looking at a little, very, very kind of crude cityscape of, of yep, San Francisco. Of San Francisco. And the different missions will pop up. There's sort of a random randomization sequence to what they are. But ultimately, as the team leader, let's say I pick a mission. Everybody, you know, it's, it's an up to four player game. And it's really fun busting ghosts with four players. It's crazy. It's chaotic. You can imagine it. We're playing two player right now. So I'll go ahead and I'll pick... Um, a mission called On the Clock, okay, and, our, yeah. and our location is Alcatraz. Okay, so and uh, is there a um, is there a version to play solo, or if no one else joins, or if you don't have a friend to? There sure is. There sure See, is. I'm asking all the right questions. No, Ted, you've done your research. You know this face. Um, so there is a single player version. What happens is you actually get a little AI buddy named Katie, who from the storyline she was Hookfather's assistant, but then something terrible happened and she got pushed into the spirit realm. Got it. So she's a cute little uh, sort of NPC who rolls with you when you're single player. Because this is actually really cool. Uh, if you get downed, which you and I may get downed in this mission sure. we're about to play, the way you res somebody, you revive somebody with a high five. Oh, so you just come in. Boom, right? Yeah, so we wanted to have, if you're playing single player and you get downed, we needed Katie to be able to high five you, which she does. 
She's very good at it. Okay, so now... Um, Do you want me to go on, on the clock, too, or should I click on that? Or? Yeah, if you if you hit accept job, I think then what happens is we cruise uh, over to the... It says tag job. Tag job, right? Do that. Is that right, guys? Tag job? Tag job, he's voting for that mission, but then you have to accept... Oh, I accept... Oh, right, right, yeah. because okay, I'm the leader. I'm so the leader. I say tag it. Okay, yep. and then... So now it'll now it'll go to the Ecto one exactly. Okay. So obviously we you know we got to get right. so now we see a representation of the very famous Ecto one of which there's a real one somewhere on the lot here. Right? We, we you'll definitely get a picture of that for, for the fans. Yes, absolutely. So then we're going to so move. We're loading. We're in a loading screen. Now. We are in a loading screen right now. We're going to our first mission. We have a narrator who's giving us some story points here. We can uh, we can uh, basically right. and in classic game mode you've got uh, subtitles, but I assume that's one click to turn them off. Like I think there is an option to do that, yes. Now, Ted, I'm just going to give you a warning. We are on the clock, my friend. Oh, I see this. So we got to bust these ghosts. We have 10 minutes. Time is running. Time uh -oh. is going. So okay. you got to come with so me. I got to go. You know, I can't be carrying the whole team this whole time, all right? I so I need it. you to do some work. Grab that. Grab Now, now check this out. You can grab your PKE meter off okay. your right hip. Got it, yeah. And you look at it. And if you push uh, A on your right hand, you'll see objectives. Oh, yeah, ghost, ghost targets. So it tells you, what does it say? Hunt ghosts. Uh -huh. Before time runs out. Right. Nine minutes, thirty seconds, and then if a you, new ghost emerges has appeared. Exactly. And if we follow these little indicators, because we're you know we're, we're playing yeah, yeah. basic level right now, right. it'll basically tell us where we are. Here we are in a room. Now, this is going to get a little crazy for our viewers. Oh, right? I see them. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we have to describe what's going on. We are in Alcatraz. We are in one of the main. Yeah, you're in a prison. Right. We're in a prison. There you go. So it's a little eerie, and we've got ghosts coming out. I threw a trap down, Ted. I don't know if you saw it. I'm, I'm using oh. my uh, my my uh, yeah proton my proton shooter thing. Now I got down. Everything turns great. I need you to give me a high five. Ted, pay attention right here. High five, baby. Oh, we both oh. got down. <laughs> oh no. So okay. so that's all right. So we'll 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 try it again. Say continue. We are going to continue. None right. of we got zero. Well, you um you got seventy five points. Oh. For best dress. Best dress. That's, that's pretty good. good. <laughs> so let's try it again. We it uh, is fun, by the way, for all our listeners. Oh. It's fun. It's very comfortable to play. The space is fun. Um, you know, you're moving through things. Okay, so now we're back at the uh, we're back. We're back, back at headquarters. We're gonna pick. Um, let's do on the clock again. Okay. And we'll do this time. It'll be factory. Got it. Okay, so going to the Ecto one. So I'll say tag the job. Okay, and I'm going into Ecto one. Okay, and Ted, I need you to step it up a little bit here. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I was being interviewed. I know, no, no, you're doing it. You're multitasking. You're I was multitasking. multitasking. Okay, remember. Get that proton wand out. We, we know okay. where these guys are. All right, I'm ready to go this time. I'm going to throw oh, Now a we're in a factory. Yeah, now we're in a factory. Okay, so I'm, as soon as we get into a space... Oh, you're going to put down the trap I'm going to throw a trap in. Now, you can too. You use that off your left hip. And oh, this, this is a trap, right? Yeah. There's your trap. Should I just put it down? How yeah, about I put it down? Use your index finger to shoot the trap. Uh, okay. Point oh, there it is. Go. Got it. So okay. that's... But we're not actually not going to see anybody in this room. So, so Maybe I'll put one over here. You can, you can pick that oh, one back up. Oh, but we're going to move to the next room. This is, oh, I picked this, it up. Got it. Okay, okay, come with me. Come with me. Time, time is of the essence. We've got to get these guys. I don't like to lose, Ted. All right. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Okay, so here we are. I'm throwing a trap down. I'm in the room. I'm going to hide behind. I'm going to get, you know, the strategy matters here. Oh, God! He's I'm all over trap me. Down. I'm going to get the Ecto guy. These guys we just blast. These puffer guys, we just blast them. Some ghosts you trap and some ghosts you just frag. Uh... Wow, so right, we're just blasting. There's a lot of activity. Okay, the googly, the, the guy. Okay, so you see this 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 googly guy with his eyes in his hands. There's a strategy to him. You actually and have I see to, you shooting as well. Yes, cool. you have to tether oh, you him. You have to grab him, and then and the way you, the, the the pink the pink is his health. You want to wear down his health. Now, okay. Oh, but, I see. There's two oh, things on him. Yeah. Exactly. So get him in the trap. Oh, we got him in the trap. Oh, we got him in the trap. That's nice. good. So you want to wear him down by by pulling that wand back and forth, kind of like just tiring him out, like right. you would like a big fish in a river. And then, 
and oh, Joe, oh you're down. I'm gonna come okay, get you. Come so I gotta get to you, but I gotta be careful not to get smashed along the way. High five. High five. Boom. Nice. Let's go. Okay, now I'm you're back. I'm alive. Okay. All right. Now let's see. There's portals that are opening up. Oh, my gun overheated, so I gotta vent uh -oh. it a little bit. I'm, I'm using my my guy to help you. Yes. Oh, thank you. Okay. You good. Go. Oh yeah. Good. Okay. That's so that one. Now there's projectiles that get shot out at us. You can blast so them. Someone like a like a basketball arena kind of, or like a big factory kind we're, of thing. We're in a factory. Back this is like a control room. Maybe this is the end. This is front oh, I got floor. that guy. That was fun. Nice. Nicely done. Okay. So two ghosts. We got and I see them getting in the trap. So Yeah, they go into the trap and then yeah. we'll, we'll, you know, we'll use the trap later. Wow, now, so there's, there's a, a rat on this trap. There's a rat on this trap. We don't oh, want so that. oh, that's what that was. Okay, yes. I didn't know what that was. That, that rat will cause problems if he gets through that trap. Okay, so let's get this guy. I'm going to get this googly. I'm going to tether him. I want to stay out of the way. Okay, that guy up. He just popped out. Where'd he go? Where is he? I'm gonna get on the second floor here. It's just, you know, obviously position matters. Oh, we're gonna go up. Okay. Should I stay down or go up? Yeah, you stay down. Let's keep them right. separated. We don't wanna. Okay. Dodges, projectiles. A lot of strafing. Little, little uh, strafing matters here. All right. Where are we? Sometimes they hide. Oh, there. Oh, there. Yeah. Yep, oh. There you go. Now we gotta. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna tether. We got him. Okay. He's disappearing. So yeah, it's uh, you get your, your you get it. energy up. Yeah, you, you get, get it. The, uh... Oh, you get a little sweat. Yeah. You can imagine with four players, you've got different roles, right. and then what you start to get to ultimately, what you start to get to is you know there's secondary weapons, there's decoys, there's turret guns. Yeah, help me with this guy. Yeah. Over oh, here. There we go. Oh, there you go. Okay, let's get him. We almost got him. I'm gonna tether. Uh, oh, you got me. We're almost there. He's almost there. Come on. Okay. Okay. Got him. Good. Nice. Okay. And okay. I said we have like six minutes left. So these are like speed rounds. Yes. Yeah. So on the clock is, is definitely a speed round. I'm going to grab my trap. Okay. Now it wants us to go through here. So grab your trap. Actually, grab, grab my trap. trap. Yeah. So use your left hand, pull yeah, it out, pull it out, and, and then, then aim at it. it. Boom. Yep. Okay. Got you got it. it. You got to keep, you know, you don't want to. What's good is that you didn't make it so hard to figure this stuff out. Like it's pretty intuitive. The, it, exactly. The game mechanics and stuff. The goal was just pick up and play. We want right. everybody, you know, love the super intense, deep, VR games yeah, are amazing, but we want for everybody. It's good. Yes. Come on, baby. All right, so now we're moving through. We got six and a half left. Okay. Uh, just follow me. I'm going to be a team leader here. I'm scouting, seeing me strafing. I'm turning. You got your trap. Let's get that proton one out. Oh no, yeah, yeah. keep that trap out because we want to put it out as soon as we get. Tell me what you want to do. No, okay. Basically, we're walking through the space now yeah. for the yeah. listeners, and I'm holding my proton trap, and Jake is going to tell me where to deploy it. Um, there's a bunch. Should I put it here? Yeah. I, I, yeah, just put it down. I think. I think I, I'm going to go to the second story here. Okay, shoot put down. It down. Yeah, yeah, let's. You're up. Uh, oh, you're down. Excellent. I gotta get you. See, that's the risk of us separating too right. much. But this is where the teamwork comes in. Exactly. That's clever. Boom. Shoot nice. Back. Okay, so I'm okay. alive again. Um, so let me get my gun. I'm back up. Oh, I died again. Yeah, it gets harder now. Yeah, this is you're you're in a spot where you see these little oh, I gotta move. phantom yeah. dudes are, are all, right, all, all over you. I think they just spawn right on top of you, basically. All right, so I'm I'm top down here, just trying to get. Clear some space until we get a trappable. Okay, so what's... Oh, you're done. Okay. So I'm just trying to clear these guys out, these little fish phantom guys. Yeah, those are scary, those guys. A bunch of little alien... Right. So this, this mode is really just a shooter trapper. And other modes, there's objectives like returning equipment to certain places. There's hunting, you know, there's... Um, Whoa. Okay, so here now we've got this guy. He's a boomer. Okay. <laughs> He's got a big cannon on his back, so we actually have to work. Oh, you got to help me. Oh, gosh, okay. Gotta get out and get My you. first time playing. 
No, I know. It's, uh, it's you know. But it's, I survived for a long time that time. I'm coming over to you. Okay, well, tag well, you. okay go. Yeah, I need help with this guy. He's, he's, I do love that, that concept of tagging your friend. Like, tag your it, tag, he's it, tagged for help. Very it's clever. such a VR thing. It's such a good, good yeah, yeah. VR, you know. I, I just really love the team. Came up with that as a. Okay, you want to get this guy? Uh, okay, man. Team, that guy's hard. So let's, yeah, okay, let's, we definitely got to work together. So uh, one of the secrets, pro tip for all your listeners, once you get a ghost tethered, you want to kind of weave back and forth. I like to weave. It's just like you want to you want to pull the tether, uh, the proton one enough. Oh, hit A. Yeah, exactly. Until you get to the A, then you hit the A, and then you and then you get a, a big shock. Oh my 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 proton thing is overheated. overheated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna now. stick on this guy. I'm getting him down. I'm getting him down. Okay, I got him. Okay, good. Okay. This is fun. So we're definitely doing team collaborative stuff. Yeah. And I'm waiting for the A. Okay, let's stick on this guy. We almost got him. We got him. We got him. Okay, okay. Come on, get in there. Side. I'm gonna vent. I'm gonna vent my proton. I still got him. I'm still holding him. All right. I'm gonna get. Oh gosh, I'm down. Hit me. Uh oh. Where are you? Right behind you. Let me get around. Okay, good. Let's get. Gotcha. All right. Maybe we gotta get this googly first because he's the lower this, level this guy? guy. Yeah. Oh, so he regenerated a lot. Of, let's get this red guy with the two eyes before we get him. him. Okay. okay. There you go. Yeah. He's all over me. Yeah, I think you got a hit on your hands, Jake. This is quite fun. I love it, Ted. We're gonna clip that. We're putting that on uh, in the new ads. Ted, show it says we got a hit on our hands. Quite fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. All right. Come on. Let's not talk too soon. We got. We got to get these. Well, guys. is this? Is he? How, okay. He's, he's in the yellow. Oh, oh, you had an A. You had an A. Right. I had the A. I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, maybe, I'm watching. Maybe it was Keeping me. an eye on him. Three minutes. Three minutes. Oh, this was like, what is going smashed. on? Oh, my proton pack overheated, so there it goes. Let's get, the, let's get let's the get the this guy. Let's get this guy first. I think we get this guy first, get him out of the way, then we get the boomer. We can focus on him. Okay. Drag it, drag your wand a little bit so it really tires him out. See how we're bringing his health down a lot? Oh, man, I need one more res. Come on, then we can do it. Good. Oh, okay. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. Oh! Oh, that's cool when you when you burn your proton wand against the van, it gets all burnt. Yeah. That's great. And art design. Not to distract you, but see that floating purple stuff over yeah, in the right corner? Yeah, see that? If you trap that, it's ecto. It's like a oh, game kind like of currency a, thing. It's like your safety? I yeah, well, it helps you. It I helps you. High, I, yeah, high I got five. you. I got you right here. It helps you um, with all your secondary weapons and all that stuff. It's like... it's like. Um, Which, do you want to get the red guy again? I want to get this... Yeah, I want to get this red guy. I want to get him done. We're almost so close. But the other guy's just getting in the way. Got him. Okay, got Going him. Almost, almost. And, oh, did oh, we he, get him? He, he, he ran away. He hid in the dang closet. I gotta open this up and get him out. Here he comes, he's out. Okay, I got him out. But he's still weak, he's still weak. Okay, got him. So close. A minute 30. He's getting harder. Alright, I got him, got him, got him. Got him, got him, got him. Get him in the, get him in the. Oh, you gotta go in the trap? Yeah, we gotta get him over the trap. Oh, there's a rat on the trap. Oh. Get the rat off. Oh, you get the rat off the trap. I got the, I got the rat. I got okay, the to rat. burn him off? Yeah. Okay, rat's gone. Where'd he go? Uh, oh, he went in. He went in. Oh, we got him. Okay, now, last now guy. We gotta get the last oh, guy. We got, we got a minute left. Minute 15. Okay, here we go. Last guy. Two hands. Wow, he's like, let's stay close to each other. Yeah, so in case oh, you get that. Here, here. Okay, good. We're back. Yeah, I'm going to stay just a little to the right. Oh, gosh, it's vented. You can, you can cool if you. If you hit A on your proton one at the right time, you'll vent it so you don't overheat. But
but if you hit it at the wrong time, you it. it'll shut down. Here he is. Okay. Okay, he does not like my stream. All right, I got him. Okay, right up there. I'm hiding behind the pole. There we go. I'm whipping him around. I'm whipping him around. Okay, we got him. All right, he's got 50% health. Okay. This is good. This is good. Oh, Where'd he go? Where'd where he go? go? Where is he? He's... Dang it. He ran away. Where'd he go? Oh, he's All right, right behind you. He's right behind you in the closet. Right, that's, that's, a, that's a hiding spot for them. If you open that door... All right, now we, we can just blast him here. Let's just get him. He's Pull him we're draining him. We're draining him. Yeah, get him to me. Oh, he went back in. Yeah. But, but this is good. We know where he is. So He's I'm going to open there, this. Right? I'm going to open You ready? Three, yep. two. Jeez. There he comes. Oh, oh there he is. Over there. Oh, God, he regenerated. Wow, he's got a lot of power. He's like a big boss guy. We got, we got five seconds. I think he's going to get it. First time, though, not too bad. First time, not too bad. Woo. What a workout. Okay, oh, okay. Workout. I don't think we ended up catching him. But we got the other guy. We did, we did. So, yeah. All right, good. so let's, uh, okay. Let's see, okay, so we're back at the, uh, so here we go. Let's oh, just, this is our little mission. So we need 11,000, we have two out of three stars. So nice. right now we're looking at sort of our, our leaderboard performance. 11 grand split between the two of us. Well, you got nine. No, that's me. Yeah, we did what? Look at that. 17 Ghost Blasts. Anyway, it gives you a whole readout of how you did. Right. Employee of the Month. Trigger, you, you got the Trigger Happy Award. Nice. Yeah, well, that would be neat. Yeah. And then we returned to HQ. All right. All right. So Let's that's take, really fun. Take these off. I'm sweating. Let's take these off. Woo!